Hey y'all, it's your favorite girl, Anjali, back with another episode with Chic Life. Now listen, I know it's been a long time and I shouldn't have left you without a dope beat to step to. But listen, I had to take some time to take care of myself. Girl, you, you, listen, sis been struggling, okay, but I'm back and I'm doing all right now. So I wanted to come on and record another episode in that time. I've been doing a lot of thinking. I've been thinking. I've been thinking. Okay, not that. But I've been doing a lot of thinking. And, you know, as we get to the end of the year, I've been doing a lot of reflection. And I came to this point. And the point is called the struggle trophy. Now, you're probably like, well, girl, what you mean by the struggle trophy? Well, I mean the badge of honor we receive or the approval of or the trophy we receive from others because we're struggling or whatever. It's like the acknowledgement received for neglecting ourselves to the point of suffering for somebody else's benefit. You following me? Why are we like this? (laughs) Why are we like this? So for example, I know as a mom, you know, we talk about like, you know, we give all to our kids down to my last breath. I work myself to the bone. You know, I go without. I, I, I neglect myself and my health and I need all this stuff, but I do this for my kids. Well, um, why, why we do that? You know what I'm saying? Like, why, why is that the thing? Why do we feel, you know, some type of, I don't know, accomplishment when we've suffered for somebody else's gain like why can't we both be okay (laughs) in both gain you know that so that that's the stuff I was thinking about so um another thing that was brought to my attention regarding that um I remember specifically as a single mom, I was talking to an older mom expressing how I felt like unfulfilled. I felt down because I just felt like there was more to life than what I was living. But I thought I had to just kind of deal with those feelings because I had to take care of my child. Well, you know what she said to me? Well, (laughs) she said, that's the price we pay. That's what you're supposed to do as a parent. I'm like, I get it on one side, you know, well, the child ain't asked to be here. Well, I know, but does that mean I can't have a good quality of life as well as my child? So I kind of realize and just start thinking like that backfires. It's like we pass down the generations of struggle. Um, and we think that's okay. Like, well, we say stuff like, well, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. I don't know what the gander is, but I'm gonna just say that's not right. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Um, and then there's people maybe like myself or maybe like you that want your child to do better than you. Right. But the thing is, We try to tell them better. We try to tell them all the things we didn't know. We try to give them all the information that we didn't have because we want them to do better. However, they don't see you do better. And as you probably learn, if you have kids, kids do what they see you do, not what they tell you to do. So they end up repeating the same cycle. I think about 
all the times that <laughs> pre-COVID, of course, I was sick as a dog, like fever, like I really need to stay home. I really need to rest, get some medicine and let my body recuperate. But in my mind, like, no, nah, I can't take off of work. I don't have the money. I can't afford it. I got to go to work. I got to press my way. Almost as if I would be shunned or looked down upon if I stayed home because I was deathly ill. And I say deathly ill loosely, like, you know, like I was sick. Like I really thought I would be looked down on. Like my body needed to rest. It needed to actually heal and I thought me doing that, I don't know, like I, I felt like I would be, you know, disowned by my single mom community, I guess. We also, we always talk about, or I hear people talk about like how we struggled and we fought and we worked tirelessly to get what we wanted. And some people, unlike the other parent, they feel like their kids need to do the same thing. Well, why if they have better opportunities if they have things that in their life that will allow them to get great experiences but not the cost of a struggle why don't we want them to have that why do we want them to struggle like is it because you want your child to be grateful you want them to have the attitude of gratitude <sighs> do we feel like gratitude can't come without the struggle well look if that's what you think if that's what people around you think I, I say I beg to differ I feel like gratitude is something that can be taught and we don't have to be taught with the struggle we don't have to suffer or go through things or be withheld things um, that may be good for us or help us in order to experience or have the attitude of gratitude it's like you teach them that you always be thankful. You always appreciate. And I'm not talking about that. The difference is I'm not talking about teaching your kids that you have to, you know, earn things. Nothing in life is free. Um, you have to, you know, if you want something, everybody has to earn their way. However, that works for you. And I think we can teach those same principles without the struggle bus. <laughs> so, um, so I kept asking myself, like, why are we stuck here? Why do we get stuck in this same sort of detrimental cycle that seems to every generation that comes around, it just gets worse and worse? Why do we feel we're only worth praise or acknowledgement when we work ourselves to the bone? Why do we feel as a parent or as a good friend or a good sister, a good wife or whatever that we have to go without? We have to neglect ourselves. We have to, you know, miss opportunities. We can't have both and when it comes to a better quality of life. Why do we feel like that? In order for somebody to do better. Why do, why do we look for that? Well, here's my theory. We justify our bad habits because we weren't exposed to better. Or we were exposed and didn't want to admit that we were wrong. Crazy, right? Because I know for a lot of people around me, especially growing up and even getting to like late 20s, early 30s, like. I was only exposed to people that did the same thing that felt like they had the struggle to get to <laughs> the better part of life. That's all I seen. But then 
once I got around different people and seen a different way of operating in a different minds and a different way of life, I was exposed to different. I was able to start thinking different, like, huh, okay, well, you mean to say to me that even though I'm a single mom and I'm, you know, kind of struggling, like it's a little challenging to take care of her by myself, you mean I still can have something for me? Like I still matter? What? <laughs> I still matter? I I still need to feel a sense of fulfillment. I still should have hobbies and a life for myself outside of parenting. You mean that's for real? That changed my life. That changed my life. So if that's where you are today, if you're a mom, a friend, a sister, whatever you are, and you find yourself often want to have that struggle trophy, you often neglect yourself for everyone else's gain. And we feel good about ourselves. We feel like we've accomplished something. If that's you today, it stops today. (laughs) Okay. I tell y'all all all the time, we are getting healed this year. And I'm talking about us only a few years left in 2022, but we're getting healed this year, sis. We're not going to keep holding on to this struggle trophy as some type of claim to fame because somebody benefited off of our suffering. We're not doing that anymore. So I hope you already grabbed your notebooks. I know it's been a minute, but y'all know how I do. Get your notebooks, your pens, your pencils, get your notes app and take some notes because here's your homework for this week, for this weekend, going into next week. Now, it's a little different than how the homework usually goes. So here it is. First thing I want you to do is plan to take at least 30 minutes to think about your struggle trophies and where they came from. Now, I know you busy. I know you got stuff to do. I know you got plans this weekend. I know you got them kids. Girl, put them kids to bed. (laughs) Okay, like good night. Whatever you have to do to set aside 30 minutes for yourself for your healing. I want you to plan for that and write down your struggle trophies and where they came from. Did that start in childhood? Did you find that, you know, people were happy when you kind of shrunk yourself back and you kind of minimize your own feelings to make someone else feel better. Is that a pattern that you learn? Is that something that you've seen your parents do? Where did it come from? Okay. Number two, once you write that out, here's where, you know, it might get a little funny, but I want you to reach out to someone with wisdom or better practices than you and get some insight on how to do better. Okay. I know that that may be hard for a lot of us, including me. So I'm not going to be the pot calling the kettle black because I'm probably one of the most prideful people I know. Okay. So you're going to have to get over that. You're going to have to admit out loud to someone that you're maybe not okay, that you're struggling with some things, but that person, if since they're doing better than you, can give you wisdom on how they overcome it, how they got better. So you don't have to continue to fumble to get to the other side of your healing, okay? Number three, I want you to make an effort next week to be mindful of these things and redirect your behavior. This is one of the hardest parts for me because I often find myself slipping back into that bad behavior. It's like, well, 
I really want them to do good. I want them to do better. I really want the best for them. So I'm going to dim my light. I'm going to shrink myself down so they have the opportunity to feel big. I do that still. I admit it. I'm being transparent. I still do that. And you know what happens? You know what ends up happening? I end up being resentful. I end up hurt. I end up feeling less of myself. I My feelings are hurt because at the end of the day, it's not like that person's going to acknowledge it. Like, wow, thank you for, you know, giving me a chance. And I guess they shouldn't, right? But I'm left with those feelings and having to repeat the same coping skills to try to heal from that again. So we're going to stop that. We're going to stop that. We're going to get out of this mindset of being a martyr where we have to <laughs> kill ourselves. And I'm using air quotes here and for the greater good. Like I know in some situations, I know that God gives us assignments. I know sometimes, you know, we're going to have to do certain things that we may not want to. And it doesn't feel good in order for, you know, for him to get the glory for him, for the greater good to happen. I understand those incidents. I understand those times, but that's not a way of operating when we're talking about relationships with your family and your friends and kids and things of that nature. Because I find talking to different women, this is something that happens a lot. We feel like to be good moms, we have to suffer. To be, you know, good caregivers, good wives, good friends, we have to, you know, deny ourselves the opportunity of, (laughs) I don't know, feeling good. And like, why can't we both benefit? Why can't we both benefit? Why can't we both like be on top why can't we both be in a good sense of self and not have to struggle or suffer for the greater good to happen why can't be like that yeah so we're getting healed this year it's only a few episodes left in the chic life podcast and we're gonna get healed with everything in me if i could do or help one person to heal that is what i'm here for so As always, I hope you were empowered, encouraged, and inspired. And as always, I want you to live life, love God, and live chic. I'll talk to you soon.